Welcome to Storytime with a Marco. This is your boy, the Traveler Marco. And one of the previous episodes, I talked about my mom, Miss Bernadine Bowen. And um, I decided that today I want to talk about my dad, St. John Brazilton Thomas. And his name, St. John, actually has a funny beginning. Uh, when he was born, his parents wanted him to be named Sherrington. And when they gave the nurse the name and she went to register him, she forgot what they said. So she just named him St. John. <laughs> so only people that know my dad, like growing up, like truly know my dad, um, calls him Sherrington. And when I found that out, I actually started laughing. I was like, your name is Sherrington? Like, really? And he was like, yeah, yeah, that's my real name. That's the name my parents wanted to give me. But... My dad's relationship now and my dad's relationship before was totally different. Um, growing up, my dad left when I was about seven. And before, even before that, like he was hardly home. Not in a bad way. He He's just like really, truly, 100% dedicated to, to his job. And I respect that. You know, um, he always wanted to provide for his family, always wanted his family to have what they needed. And he just dove into work. And, and because of that, like a lot of the relationship builders were missed. And it sucks, but, you know, that's life. That's history. That that made me who I am. Uh, that, that's what made me strong. That's what made me resilient. Um, because... A lot of the things I had to deal with it on my own and that's what kind of gave me the courage needed to to go through a lot of the things that I went through so um, fast forward um, uh, when, when I was about 16 17 I was graduating from high school 16 I was graduating from high school and I called my dad I was like hey you know I need a suit and shoes and stuff to 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 go to prom to go to ball we call it ball not prom to go to ball you know and taking this girl with me and stuff and he was like all right cool you know i'll give you a ride i'll get all the things that he needed so came the time to go uh he came he picked me up i think it was about seven came and picked me up and he was like all right so where the girl living so i was like i had the girl living in uh boca that's a small village in, in Grenada. So we drive up there and when knock on the girl, the one thing, the girl says she ain't ready. So my pops was like, what, you tell me that, you know, she gonna be ready. I was like, yeah, well, you know, she getting ready and thing. He was like, watch, let's get in the vehicle and let's, let's go. I was like, what? <laughs> you know, so I was shocked. So, you know, obeying my dad, I hop in the vehicle, we roll out. So the girl sent me um wait at the time we didn't have a cell phone and things so she had her cousin give her a ride to the bar and one of my friends was like hey the girl outside so i went outside and you know i apologized for what happened and she was like you know don't worry about it let's let's enjoy the night so we did I had a fun night we danced we laughed it, it was it was pretty cool and come time to go home now, I call my pops. I was like, hey, you know, you boy ready to get pick up? He was like, all right, cool. 
He came, picked me up. That was like 3 in the morning. Because back home when we party, we party hard. So that was like 3 in the morning. Came and picked me up. The girl was with me. So, again, I opened the door for her to get in. And I hop in the vehicle. And we drop her home. And on the way home, he was like, I just came, I dropped you off. I just came to pick you up. I was like, what? You know, she was my date for the night. And he was like, I dropped her home out of, out of respect because you, you open the door and let her in. But next time, if it's just you, you're the only one I'm picking up. So that kind of put, you know, uh, another wedge in the relationship between me and my dad. So fast forward again to when I was 25, 26, 25. I was in Anguilla. Uh, in the police force and I had a rough time I woke up in the middle of the night and I just felt alone I felt lost so I called my pops I was like hey daddy you know I'm not feeling not feeling good you know he was like what what, what happened so I told him I was like I'm kind of feeling lost I'm feeling you know my mental space is not the best and he was like, I thought you were having fun. And he hung up the phone. I was like, oh. I was like, what? So I called my, I called my mom, you know, my next strong point. And, you know, we talked, we prayed, because my mom is highly spiritual. We talked and we prayed. And I went back to bed. And I put another wedge. So fast forward a couple of years later, I got accepted to one of the universities in Texas. It was Midwestern State University. They have a really good relationship with the Caribbean uh, colleges so my transcript was fully transferred all I had to do was like um, get the student loan and uh, just basically go I would only have a year on year to do my my bachelor's and it would have been done because they they took the high school transcript and the college transcript and they were like well you have enough credits where you only need these classes uh, to get your degree. And I, I was like, that is pretty awesome. So I called my pops and I was like, hey, um, I need to get a student loan. And I uh, spoke to mom and mom said that you basically have the documents needed to secure the loan. And he was like, I'm not doing it. I was like, what? I was like, what do you mean you're not doing it? He was like, no, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not doing it. So we had an argument over the phone. And the end result was my phone meeting its detriment by hitting the wall and me stomping out the house, like really pissed. So my mom called my godfather, who is really good friends with my uncle, with, with my dad. Uh, he's like an uncle to me. So uh, he came and picked me up and we had a talk. He was like, I'll talk to your dad about what's going on. And will get you what you need to, to go because he has always believed in me and he's actually the one that got me really into electronics and computer science and stuff he was the one that that fed that knowledge into me so he called my dad my dad called the landline and we had a conversation and I told him, I was like, hey, you know, 
I never really respected you growing up because you you were never there. I never considered you my father because you were never a father figure. I never really seen you as the person that's supposed to be the leader of the house. Like when I wanted a bicycle, you never gave me a bicycle. So I basically had to learn to ride a bicycle on my own by borrowing friends' bicycles. And never you never taught me how to drive. I basically had to get friends with cars that taught me how to drive. Like you were never there for like most other major things in my life. Like when I graduated from high school, you weren't there. When I went to training for police force and I and I was graduating from that, you weren't there. Like you weren't really there in my life. And he paused. I was and I was like, hello. He was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm listening. And he was like, have you ever wanted anything? I was like, what do you mean? He's like, have you ever been without anything? I was like, yeah, I've been without you. He's like, apart from that, like, whenever you call and you wanted something, I got it for you. He's like, whenever you call and you needed to talk, if I wasn't in a meeting, we had a talk. If you wanted to go to the beach, I gave you a, we went and hung out on the beach. Like, I've always been there for you. Might not have been in the capacity that you wanted, but I've always been there for you. And I was quiet. I was like, yeah. You've always been there for me. Like you've always given me everything that that I wanted. But not everything. Some things he he blatantly told me that it's too dangerous. You're not getting it. And he indulged me in everything that I wanted. Like when I got into electronics and turn my bedroom into a speaker box. Like I had amps, crossovers. Um, if you remember the Sony Sony Digital Walkman, the, the CD player with the 122nd anti-skip memory. Like when I had that and my 10 inch subwoofers and eight tweeters and six by nine mid-ranges. Like when I when I wanted those, he got it. And he was like, if that's what you're interested in, that's what I'm gonna feel. When I wanted to to become a engineer, he we sat down and we planned it out. Okay, this is what you need, this is what you this is what you needed. And he explained when when I um, called him about the documents and he said no. He was like, I, it wasn't, no, I'm not going to do it. It was a no, I don't think you're truly ready for that. And I was like, you could have just said that. He was like, I was on my way to the bank when after we talked. And when, when he said all those things, I, I, I decided not to. And I have to say he was right.
Because at the time, I wasn't truly ready to be on my own. I just came back from from Anguilla after a couple of years, and like, I wasn't. I realized I wasn't ready. I still had a lot to learn in life. I mean, and I know people will be like, "Well, you were in your twenties. What do you mean?" It's it's a mentality, you know, the mindset. So someone could be mentally mature in their teens and focused and know what they want. And then you have other people who who's in their forties, fifties, and still mentally immature. I was one that was mentally immature in my twenties. It wasn't until I met my wife and saw that the kind of guy that she wanted wasn't that guy that I was. So I had to step up and I did. So right now my, my dad and I have a really good relationship. We talk. He even called me his brother, which is kind of weird. <laughs> and um, I'm able to tell him stuff that I can't tell my mom, you know, and I'm truly glad that we had that disagreement which caused us to have that confrontation that was able to grow our relationship. And I love my dad. So that's all I have for you today. Um, reach out to your parents if you haven't talked to them in a long time, regardless of how, how much it's going to hurt, because it's going to hurt more when they're gone, having not done that. So, take it easy, take care of yourself, be safe, peace.